We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation, and welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice, your guys. Cody and Derek here, back with another episode, guys. Continuing in our series, looking at all the position groups on the Indianapolis Colts. We've already talked about the quarterback position, the running back position, and the wide receiver position. If you haven't yet, be sure to go check out those videos. But now, guys, we're going to continue on the offense, and we're going to talk about the tight end room. A little bit, a room that got some makeover this offseason. A little bit, um, some guys that are pretty young, mixed with uh, a little bit of veteran experience as well. Um, it's going to be a very interesting position to talk about because I feel like there is a ton of upside with this group, um, but a lot of unprovenness right now. I think if you would make me say what is one thing you would say about this uh, tight end room, I would say they are unproven. Um, but let's start in, Derek. First off, just give me your overall impressions on how the Colts addressed their tight end room this year. Yeah, I mean, you definitely hit it on the mark. Another position group that's just kind of unproven, just with, you know, a bunch of young guys that are in this group. I mean, Molly Cox, the veteran who's only been in the system now for what, like four years at this point? You know, even then, it's not that high. So, yeah, obviously you lose Jack Doyle, you know, one of your staples in – Colts country for the last like 10 years. I mean, this guy was the staple of what it meant to be an Indianapolis Colt. And, you know, losing that uh, presence in the locker room certainly does hurt. But, you know, most of the guys that are on this roster have had a chance to, you know, learn from Jack Doyle and gain some valuable lessons. And you hope that they continue to improve. But, you know, with what the Colts have done, it re- having Jack Doyle not out the way, does really open up a lot of things for not only Molly Cox, but the few guys that we're going to talk about uh, behind him. I mean, like I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this group. I think that there is a lot of untapped potential here. And with the addition of Jelani Woods uh, and Andrew Ogletree, it'll be very interesting to see, you know, how this position wraps up going into training camp, you know, who, who wins a lot of the starting reps and who gets that, backup role in a sense you know people are talking about uh jelani woods and kylan granson fighting for that second spot on the roster so it's going to be very interesting and you know ogletree you know making some noise early in mini camp 
you know, you wonder, is he going to do well enough in training camp that the Colts just decide to keep four tight ends on the roster? You have no idea. Yeah, it's a very intriguing group and a physically gifted group as well. I mean, you, we talk about Bo Ali Cox. I think we've all, we've all been like, you know, wow, this dude is physically gifted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, never hasn't really lived up to the potential, though. Um, I think that a lot of us hoped that he would. It feels like every year people are saying, oh, this is a year that Mo's going to break out. This is a year he's going to break out. Uh, but the Colts finally added something that I think they haven't had in a long time, and it's a lot of upside, right? Um, and I really think they have a ton with all these guys. The physical giftedness of every single player on this roster, the tight end position, and also the different skill sets that these guys provide as well, right? Because you talk about you know Mo Ali Cox, who has just been the kind of the staple guy, um, but you bring in a Jelani Woods, who is you know humongous. He's got a raw athletic score, ten out of ten. He scored, um, and then you have a guy like Kylan Granson, who offers a little bit more in terms of the receiving game, the yards after catch, things of that nature. What are your thoughts, I guess, Derek, on just the variety of tight ends and their different skill sets that the Colts have in their room right now? Well, outside of, you know, a Kylan Gransing, you really have a bunch of guys in this room that are basically, you know, just physical. They're just physical freaks, you know, for lack of a better uh, description here. I mean, they're guys that, you know, will win those 50-50 matchups a lot more times than they'll lose it. I mean. Molly Cox, six foot five, 260 pounds. Jelani Woods, six foot seven, 255 pounds. Andrew Ogletree, six foot five, 260 pounds. You know, the same size as Mo. You know, I mean, you got three of your four tight ends that you have on this roster are six, five and above. And not only uh, just tall, but all of these guys are athletic. I mean, Molly Cox, a former basketball player, you know, a guy that can get. You, you know, can jump to 11 feet into the air. You got Jelani Woods that can obviously, like you mentioned, a 10 out of 10 RAS score, best tight end score that we have ever seen come out of the modern draft era for tight ends. Uh, Andrew Ogletree, you know, the Colts mentioned it several times, you know, Andrew Ogletree's uh, skill set of being able to make contested catches, be able to make those finesse catches that just most guys that big aren't able to make, you know? So you're really looking at it from the standpoint of when you're looking at those three, you're looking at guys that would be able to dominate you with their size and with their athleticism while also uh, having the ability to have a Kylan Granson who in the middle of the field, you feel confident in his ability to create separation, maybe a little better than some of these other guys are able to, and he can provide you a different aspect, like you mentioned, in the receiving game where he's able to rack up those yards after the catch, which we've seen little glimpses of in his rookie season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just wasn't utilized last year. It's funny that we would call him the short tight end. He's six foot three, all at 245 pounds. So he's not a small player by any stretch, but just the raw size of these tight ends is just. It's crazy, man. Like, I've never seen a tight end room this athletically gifted before and just this humongous, man. It, you know, I, I'm sure we've all seen Space Jam, but it's kind of like the Monstars, man. They're, they're huge. <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness. Like, what? Like, everybody is just so ginormous. It's now, hard to obviously, it. ability, right? They have to be able to actually, make, you know, make plays and score touchdowns and stuff. But, like, oh my word, talk about an athletic draft for Chris Ballard. 
Jelani Woods, I've never seen a guy this raw combination at the tight end position of size and speed with the Colts. I've never seen a player like this that the Colts have brought in. And I know a lot of people, when you think of a player of his size, you think, oh, man, he's going to be kind of a little bit awkward, right, with the ball, like kind of like a Mo is. But he is not, man. He is like, he is not. It's crazy. Like, he is actually, like, really good with the ball. He has really good ball skills, right, when it comes to, to handling it and running after the catch and all these things. And he can make guys miss, even though he's six foot seven, you know, which is just crazy to me. So this dude is an athlete, man. Um, and that's really, really exciting because I don't feel like the Colts have had just an athlete like him. Honestly, since I've followed this team, I don't know if they've had an athlete like Jelani Woods at tight end. He certainly is an interesting athlete, to say the least. And you talk about ball control. I mean, you know, going back to him being a quarterback in high school and in early parts of college, you know, being able to understand how to handle the football, you know, how to run away from guys and how to field the ball when, you know, he's around contact, you know, that, that kind of experience is still there. You know, it's just insanely hard to find a guy that size and be able to run under a four seven, you know, it's just truly a a very interesting kind of person because, you know, you mentioned in Molly Cox is almost as big as Jelani Woods, but at the end of the day, when you see just how Jelani runs with the football, versus Mo, you can see the clear difference in the agility and the acceleration of how to get out of those. You know, so Molly Cox might be better at the contested stuff, but at the end of the day, Jelani is also a better yard after catch guy as well. Breaks a few more tackles. You know, Mo's not really big into forcing ta- uh missed tackles, right? I mean, he's a guy that, you know, he'll he'll hit you hard, but you know, he doesn't really have a arsenal of of abilities to break tackles, you know, he'll, he'll embrace the contact, go down. It's so like J- Jonathan Taylor. It's going to be hard to arm tackle a guy that size, but at the end of the day, you know, Jelani has the, the spin move. He has that agility. He has that stiff arm that he's used to using. You know, he's got these different arsenal of weapons uh, and knowing how to use his arms. And it's going to be very interesting to see how the Colts use him. Uh, I know people have mentioned, you know, Jelani Woods in the red zone. Me personally, I mean, I think Jelani Woods would be better served in the middle of the field. You know, being that guy in the middle of the field that is has the ability to make occasional uh, catches, uh, runs after the catch, because, you know, that athleticism just can't be understated when you're talking about trying to create some separation. Now, of course, he's going to get his looks in, on the red zone due to the fact that he's six foot seven, but you know, it's one of those things you just can't ignore just how athletic this guy is at that size. Yeah, absolutely. It's very, very exciting. Um, and it's like, good luck, man. Pick your poison. You got six foot five, six foot six, six foot seven. It's like, good luck guarding all these guys, man. I mean, my goodness, it's actually crazy. Um, I think my question, I guess I have two questions, kind of what you were touching on, like the snap counts, right? How are the Colts utilize these guys, right? Because we saw a little glimpse, I think, that we can kind of take uh, when the Colts had Jack Doyle, Eric Ebron, Eric Swope, those guys, Mo Cox. Like, you know, I felt like Jack Doyle got like the majority of the snaps. And so I feel like Mo is going to get kind of that, you know, the majority of the snaps. But it'll be interesting to see tight end two and tight end three because I personally feel like Jelani's going to probably out-snap Kylan Granson, 
just based off of how the Colts used Eric Ebron versus how they used, you know, Jack Doyle, because I think they like more of that all around tight end, you know, um, but I could be wrong. I, I think Kylan, you know, is a little bit, he's obviously a little bit smaller, just not as physically gifted. Um, but I just am intrigued to see how that plays out because, you know, you, you got a lot of mouths to feed at this tight end position and uh, not everybody's probably going to be happy with the amount of snaps they get. So it's like, how do you make everybody as happy as you can? While also, you know, being able to use the right combinations of tight ends as well um, so that you're giving Matt Ryan the best players out there in any given situation. I mean, it really is going to ultimately come down to how well Jelani Woods is able to run block going into training camp because we can't forget the Colts with their scheme, the way they want to run things is through the running back. It's Jonathan Taylor's team. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is the guy, right? So you're going to have to run the football with this team. That's how they establish their identity. And who is going to be the better blocker in training camp is ultimately going to be the guy that gets that second string spot and who's going to get a good, a vast majority of the snaps. Molly Cox, as you mentioned, he's the more all around best tight end that we have at the moment, just simply because he has that extra experience. He is bigger. He knows how to run block with the best of them. I mean, he's one of the best run blocking tight ends in the NFL and then is able to catch the ball as well. So, you know, Mo is going to obviously be that number one guy, but don't count Kylan Granson out of this. You know, there's been multiple times. I mean, he came in very big, uh, creating that seal block on the outside on that Jonathan Taylor run against New England. I mean, a lot of people don't realize it, but he was outside on the edge all by himself. And he was the one that had to seal that edge for Jonathan Taylor to even have a chance to make that play. I know that everyone kind of questioned Kylan Granson's ability to block due to the fact that, like you said, he's only 240. So he is much smaller in terms of weight and size compared to the rest of these guys. But I, I mean, Lawrence Owen was one of the few guys that, you know, told us and told a bunch of people, like, I really don't think it's as bad as some people thought it was. And I don't think it was as bad as some people think it actually was. I mean, there were many times that Kylan Granson was asked to go out there and run block for these guys, you know, especially when, you know, the Colts like to run three tight end sets, especially when we know they're running the football. So there will be plenty of times that Kylan Granson and Jelani Woods will be out on the field together. Uh, and who knows if Ogletree is going to maybe get a few snaps here and there. Obviously, I don't expect these guys to all remain healthy all throughout the year. So it'll be interesting to see how that works out. But I mean, I, I agree with you that I think the perception is, is that Jelani Woods, as time goes along, is probably going to show a little more of that athleticism and it's going to work in his favor towards the end of the year. But I'm hoping that Kylan can really step it up because in minicamp, he had a few drops. He had a few drops that were a little concerning for me. Uh, obviously, it's minicamp. You know, you can't look too much into it, but. You know, I'm hearing Kylan dropping a few passes here and there. And, you know, for a guy that is fringe third spot on the roster at your at your spot, I mean, you're kind of in a situation where you can't afford to, you know, fall back at all, especially with the, the hype surrounding Jelani Woods. Exactly. I mean, I am intrigued. Kind of my last point here. I'm very intrigued to see how Matt Ryan utilizes these tight ends and how it maybe brings their numbers up. because. 
I was looking a couple of years ago at Phillip Rivers in this Colts offense and literally three tight ends that he used three tight ends with the Colts that year, if you remember. And it seemed like there was a lot of them that had like, they had like similar stats. There wasn't one that necessarily like blew everybody else out of the water. Um, it was very even spread with this tight ends that he used. So I'm intrigued to see how he, how he uses them, how Matt Ryan uses them in 2022, because last year his favorite target was a tight end, a physical tight end in Kyle Pitts, right? So does that serve a guy like Mo Ali Cox or Kylan Granson or Jelani Woods? Well, does one of these guys just all of a sudden break out? You know, I know Matt Ryan likes to distribute the ball a lot, but you know, he has had some good tight ends that he's made really good, you know, and he's had some really good tight ends as well um, that are just good on their own. So, you know, how does the addition of Matt Ryan help some of these tight ends and their production, you know, this next year? Well, I think it helps for a lot of reasons. Uh, when we talk about Mo from last season, I think that one there's two reasons why we kind of felt he was a little underwhelming last year. One, because in times when Carson Wentz did get him the football, he sometimes would drop it. He sometimes would mess up. I mean, and that happens with players once in a while. And then there were a couple of throws that Carson Wentz missed Molly Cox. I think we remember the uh, touchdown or the missed touchdown. There was one in uh, Miami, and I think there might have been one as well in Tennessee when it was the back of the end zone, Mo all by himself, and he had to go all the way up to get it and couldn't quite bring it down because somehow, some way, Carson Wentz missed that massive 10-foot uh, frame there that Mo has. So, you know, it's one of those situations where, you know, Matt Ryan, who is a much more accurate passer, you hope that he's able to fit the ball in more tight windows than what Carson Wentz was able to do. And maybe that helps with Mo's production. And when you're talking about Kylan Granson, you know, we keep talking about his ability to get free and get open. Maybe Matt Ryan recognizing that a little more, maybe that does help him, you know, with things like that. And Jelani, it's all just a matter of, you know, figuring it out as time goes along. But if we're talking specifically for Mo and for Kylan, I mean, Matt Ryan's ability to find the open man and his ability to be a lot more accurate as a passer, I think really bodes well for Kylan and Mo. We already know the confidence that Mo is uh, showing towards uh, Matt Ryan at this point. He's basically already compared him to Andrew Luck in a way and the way he acts on the field and the way he acts in the building and in the locker room. So, you know, that chemistry is already there. So I I'm excited to see what Mo and Kylan's uh, production looks like with a better quarterback in Matt Ryan. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see for sure. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how this group grows together and you know, some guys who maybe will take a step forward this year. It's really exciting. But let us know, guys, your thoughts on this tight end room. Um, do you agree with us? Do you think that, uh, you know, who do you think is going to kind of take a step forward? Do you think it's going to be a Mo? Do you think it's going to be Jelani? Do you think it's going to be Kylan? Do you think it's going to be multiple guys? Let us know in the comments below. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as always, guys, go Colts. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. 
This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.